This is By the Way, a podcast of Covenant Christian Academy, where we discuss education, discipleship, and books. Welcome back to By the Way. I am John Hayward, the Upper School Dean at Covenant Christian Academy and your host. And today I am joined by Jesse Maurer, our teacher and lord of all things music here at Covenant Christian Academy. Thank you so much for joining us, Jesse. Great to be here. So Jesse, I want to talk to you about our lessons and carols service. But first, could you just introduce yourself a little bit? How long have you been here at Covenant? What are all the aspects of your role here, etc.? Well, I have to say, I love my new title, Lord of All Things. Yeah, how you put that? <laughs> all things musical. Uh, all things musical, right? For quite a while now, I've been have my schedule filled with music. It's not how I started, though. I started in 2010. I got to enjoy one year as a substitute teacher in the area and just some of the some of the schools around the area. And then one year after college, I got to begin here. That would have been 2010. And I was half music teacher, and then the rest was all sorts of different responsibilities. Random do that guy. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Which I really enjoyed. I've always enjoyed the variety. But it wasn't very long until music filled up my whole schedule. Okay. Uh, so I do all the choirs, all the, the general music classes, the upper school electives, everything except the upper school orchestra. We have a little bit of help with all the violin players. Yeah, yeah. Did you go to school for music and then just they saw that you had many other skills and so also tapped you as do, do that thing guy? Yeah, I went to school for music. I okay, intended yeah. to be a music teacher. The other skills were the situation was that I was being hired to teach music, but there was another music teacher at the There were a few music teachers at okay. the time. One already had her bags packed and was kind of ready for someone to come <laughs> in and take over. I was being hired, but there wasn't actually a position listed okay. at the time. Okay. I started half and half and then... So they fill a lot of other things to like say, yes, you have a full-time job here. You just need to like paint, do lots of, re <laughs> do lots of recess duty, do more recess duty and, and things like that, right? Yeah. I've loved working with you. And one thing that you do as, I don't want to say pinnacle or whatever, but certainly a significant piece every year is the lessons in Carol's service. And you are working almost all year round, whether it's just kind of thinking through how did that go? What should music should we do next year? All the preparations, some are looking at music and things like that. So could you tell us a little bit about what is the service? Maybe the history, why we do it. Tell us all things Lesson and Carol's service. Yeah, the Lessons and Carols, uh, I love this this way of celebrating Christmas. Hmm. And for me, I, I feel a, a, a certain amount of gravity toward celebrating Christmas in this way yeah. with a large community, especially if there's a choir to be involved. The Lessons and Carols is a traditional Anglican service. Uh, a lot of people connect it with King's College, Cambridge. Their boys choir there puts on a Lessons and Carols. And while that is the really the quintessential Lessons and Carols of the year, that isn't actually where it began. It, it did oh. start, if I understand right, the late 19th century, some 20 to 30 years before King's College picked it up. Okay. There was just some, some guy in a, in a cathedral, and it was, had something to do with their building project and that they were in an unheated shed, and so this was a way of bringing the community together oh. uh, amid lots of, lots of difficulty. I don't know how, how exactly true that story is, but hey, adver adversity, an opportunity for innovation, right? That might become yeah. like, you know, a pinnacle of Western culture. 
It grew very quickly, and King's College Cambridge picked it up. 1918 is the, the date that we, or the year that we know that they, okay. they picked it up. It really expanded quite a bit from there. Referred to as the Festival of Nine Lessons and Carols, and it's a, an Anglican, originally an Anglican service, but it's used in a lot of different denominations today. It's a traditional Christian worship service, celebrated on Christmas Eve or near to Christmas Eve, and it tells the story of the fall of humanity, the mm. promise of the Messiah, the birth of Jesus, and this is all told in the format there are Bible readings, and those are the lessons. It always felt like a little bit of a misnomer to me when I think of a lesson. Uh, okay. you think I of think someone's some... going to go up and expound and <laughs> teach. Yeah, we don't do nine sermons. Right. Uh, yeah. and, and, and so, so that's the lessons and carols. There's scripture readings, and then how does the music fit in with that? Right. So the, the, the scripture readings are interspersed with carols and hymns and choir anthems that tend to follow the same general subject. There can be some liberty, or sometimes it can be right on point, mm. where just after you heard about the, the wise men visiting, then you hear something about the wise men, or shepherds in the field, or, or yeah. so on. So with our school, like our version, right, we, we, we have that, you know, lessons, carols, but also it includes, like, first grade up through 12th grade? Like, yes. it's a big community event, and there's, like, some audience participation? Yeah, like, don't don't cut yeah. it off at 12th grade, because we get alumni and parents and grandparents on stage. Sometimes I joke with the choir. I, when, when I talk about the end of the concert, I'll say, this is the moment where everyone and their grandmother is going to come up on the stage, and, yeah. <laughs> and we're going to And sometimes it's up. not a phrase. Sometimes it, it is more literally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, so, so why do they come up on the stage at the end? So that's a tradition... There's a lot of traditions connected with the way we do our lessons and carols. And for a number of years, I think that even the first time we did a lessons and carols, we had the Hallelujah Chorus in the program. Okay. I don't know if we ended with that or not, yeah. but the mixed choir had learned the Hallelujah Chorus for the first time, and they sang it that year. Now, since then, I've started adding more and more voices to that and even instruments and an orchestra, yeah. so that now we're to the point where everyone from first grade all the way up through 12th grade and anyone from the audience that wants to join, they all come up and, and we have the orchestra and sometimes we add some extra musicians to the orchestra. All in all, I'd say we probably have close to 200 people on the stage just making wow. this beautiful music together. The Hallelujah Chorus, which is, is a, a great way, I think, mm. to end the evening on a high note. So what can, so someone can expect if they're coming to our service, one, like you said, that it is a service, right? So this is more, maybe you can even mention that. Like, what would you want to say, no, this isn't just the school's Christmas concert. Like, obviously we, we do that, but what would you want to add? Say, no, this isn't just the, our school's Christmas concert. It's... Yes. And for those that have been to this event, yeah. I think for the, that have been to this event for many years, yeah. they probably have noticed there's, there's a little bit of awkwardness in this event because mm -hmm. it is a concert. People come because they want to see their grandchildren sing on a stage. Yeah, yeah. But it's also very much a worship service. What, what concert do you know where they read scripture in the middle of it? And so this, this is a true worship service. It's a mm -hmm. traditional worship service. And this is an opportunity for the whole community to come together and, and do what we're made to do, which is, is to worship the Lord, mm -hmm. to enjoy Him, and, and to enjoy retelling this great story of the incarnation, the coming, the arrival, the advent of Jesus Christ. Yeah, and even to that point, right, we sing, the whole congregation joins in a couple of the carols, right? Like, you know, kind of like they, they, there's congregational singing, not just those people on the stage, or yes. even those people invited onto the stage. 
but in the program every year. Right? There's at least one hymn that we all sing. Yes, there's there's two that we sing okay. every year, depending on what the choir is singing. Sometimes I have to change one, but okay. we do Oh Come All Ye Faithful every year. Okay. Uh, and we have a specific arrangement of that, that this year, for the first time, is going to include the orchestra. I like to do Oh Come, Oh Come Emmanuel as well, mm. uh, earlier in the program and, yeah. and somewhere around the Genesis or the Isaiah readings. And then there's also the last verse of Once in Royal David City, which should be mentioned. On the last, yeah. yeah, and this has been a tradition at our school, but it's, it's very much connected with the lessons and carols at a, as a broader tradition. Can I tell the story of yeah, yeah. King's College Cambridge and the way they do this? <laughs> they have boys in the choir, and there's some young boys, the boy sopranos that are in the choir before their voices have changed. For Once in Royal David City, this is the first song that's sung in the program. And there's always one boy who's selected to sing the first verse a cappella. And a lot of places that do lessons and carols, they try to preserve some form of that tradition a bit. But what's really interesting about King's College is no one knows who it's going to be until, I think, the day of, oh, if I remember right. Okay. I don't know what to think about that. They say that they do this to keep the boys from getting too nervous if they're selected as a soloist. But <laughs> I kind of think I, I might, might be... might be the opposite? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For better or for worse, that's how they do it. And it's, it's really beautiful every year. So what we do that's a little similar is every year I have the third grade learn okay. Once in Royal David City. And then from among the third graders, one of them is selected to sing that solo. It is not the day of that I tell yeah. them. They have time to <laughs> Well, I was going to say, don't, doesn't every third grader do it? Yes. Right. So, so obviously there yes. are those that are maybe like gunning for the award of it. Or things like that, but but every third grader sings a solo in right? front of the in their, front of their small class. class. Yeah. Uh, yes, not every third yeah. grader is going to sing in front of a you big know, crowd. Hundreds of people. Yeah, but, but still, I think I think even there, right? Just obviously, I got us here started on saying, oh, we're going to talk about lessons and carols this podcast or whatever. But it just you know, I think it is another sign of just how much singing we do at Covenant, mm. right? And just how we equip students to be more and more comfortable with their own voice. And, you know, obviously, sometimes, like, we sort of, I guess I want to say force. We nudge, we require students, right, to sing in different parts of the classes. And, yeah, I've heard many parents talk about how they, over years, have noticed changes in how their children sing along at church mm. because, of, because of being here. Yeah, I think that's appropriate. How many times in Scripture does it say, sing to the Lord? Mm. And then fill in the blank what, what follows. It's all over the Psalms. Yeah. We were made with vocal folds, and God made us this way. And I think it's, it's intentional. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not an accident. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for, for chatting with us about it. Anything that's essential to know about the Lessons in Carol service that we have missed? Like, the only thing I can think of that's missing is us telling people, come out and join us. But I don't know. Anything else? Hmm. This, I, I mean, I could tell you some of the things I'm excited about this year. Uh, Ooh, you want me to share that? Uh, sure, yeah. Sure, give, give, give us a preview. And some of this was intentional, and some of it I didn't realize until after we were underway, but some of the unique things that I have in the works this year is, well, one, that we have a lot of instrumentalists in the program. The mm. orchestra is more involved this year than in previous years, and I also have a number of additional musicians from around the community if you're an avid reader of the Pillar Press, you probably saw some advertisements. <laughs> Shout um, out to all those avid readers of the Pillar Press. <laughs> <laughs> so I have trumpets and trombones and French horns and, and all the woodwinds coming in. We're going to really boost the numbers of the orchestra to make mm. it a full symphonic sound, a symphony orchestra sound. 
That's to accompany one particular piece, Let All Mortal okay. Flesh by Gustav Holst. And then there's another piece I'm, I'm pretty excited about, which I, I did some work on. It's a Vivaldi piece that we've been working very hard on. Oh. Big challenge, and it's, it's, it's really unique the way this piece is written, that we actually need two pianos to perform it. Okay. But from all the instrumentalists, and then that piece, and then also there's there's a lot of solos. A lot of mm-hmm. that was the accident. I didn't realize okay. I had so many solos. There's just so many people that are going to get their chance to really do something special to lead the whole congregation that's gathered. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Thank you for adding that preview. Thanks so much. Thank you for joining us today. For by the way, we pray that your faith was encouraged, your mind equipped, and your heart engaged all exalting our great covenant-keeping God for whom we raise our children. Until next time, be well and enjoy God.